The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Episode 663 of the series. Woof, I know, Wolfie. I know. As we secure the hidey hole from the previous episode and distribute some junk. Let's grab Wolfie. Who isn't whoops, who isn't fully heated heated? Heated? Healed up right now. Boop, there we go. I think he ate that. And let's continue east-west towards those far lands here in Minecraft Beta 1.7.3. For your Saturday, November 18th, 2017, it's a Saturday episode. You know what that means. This is a Far Lands of Us Friday Twitch recorded episode. In case you haven't been following along, I record some episodes most of the recent episodes uh, live on Twitch beforehand and then upload them the next day. You know what? I just want this sword to break already. Oh, I guess not. Um, and uh, that's what I'm doing right now. Uh, I've, I've gathered some questions from folks in the Twitch chat and I will be answering them. We ooh. Uh, 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 ooh. <laughs> That's just funny. There we go. That's better. <laughs> Whoa, why my mouse sensitivity is like super duper. Super scooper. Anyway, um continuing on. What did I do? Did I click the button? No. Wow, it's like crazy fast. I gotta see what happened. Um, where was I? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Recording an episode of Far Lands or Bus. Woof, Wolfie. Did we survive? <laughs> this is, this is, did we survive? I think we survived. Is all our stuff in our inventories? We did. We didn't even have time, time, time to brace for impact. Let's backtrack slightly just in case. Is the penis still there? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> oh, man. So that was fun. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't tempt my computer by saying I'm recording an episode of Far Lands Rust because that is what happens, uh, is what it, it, it causes, uh, you know, the game to crash and OBS to crash and my graphics card to crash. All right, it seems to have saved all the updates to the world that we made. So I think we can continue unscathed. That's fine. That was my fault. I accidentally tapped out. <laughs> Nobody panic. Nobody panic. We're still here. We're still here. Um, yeah. So welcome and welcome back. It'll be instantaneous for you watching on YouTube. It was not for those watching on Twitch. To episode 663 of Farlands or Busts, like I said, for Saturday, November 18th, 2017. 
I'm just, I'm waiting for it to happen again. <laughs> I'm waiting for it to happen again. This is an important episode, Wolfie. A very important episode. Can't have these technical difficulties. I could only use that Kevin McLeod song so many times before people get sick of it. An old joke. Oh, look at that pig. <laughs> is everything all right up there, pig? Can you see into the west? Will we, will we crash if we walk any further? No, he said no. Whoa! <laughs> Watch where you're going. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> oh. Oh. All right, let's, uh, let's continue on. It's an important episode because in the last episode, I had a question about what sort of dog, what sort of dog would I get? Would I get a male or female dog? Because as you know, for the past many months, I've been searching for a an adoptable dog. I only recently, in the last few months, got approval from my rental landlord to adopt a dog, to add a dog to the lease. Uh, and I've been ser searching since then. Missed out on a few. Not heard back from a few. Uh, I've I've seen a few, but then either missed out or felt it wasn't a good fit or whatever. Careful, Wolfie. That was appropriate because I recorded that episode on a Wednesday and published it on a Thursday. That particular Thursday, I went out to pick up some stuff, a new toilet seat. <laughs> you know how it gets around here. Things get crazy. Um, but I also stopped by the local no-kill pet shelter to take a look at a female Australian cattle dog that I had seen listed a few weeks before. But then she was unlisted, so I figured she once again was adopted, like many of the others I've seen. Uh, but then she popped back up in the search results. I went to look at this dog, at this shelter. She was there, and I knew the moment, the moment I synced her in her kennel cage area, that I was in trouble. <laughs> I was very much in trouble. And I'm just gonna skip to the moment y'all are waiting for, is that I adopted a dog. Wolfie? I've adopted a dog. Indeed. Indeed. And uh, I didn't have a name off the, ooh, off the bat for her, but as of now, and as is official, I've named her Juno, which is a name that everybody, at least in Far Lands of Busts, or who I suppose has been with us in Far Lands of Busts for the past four or five years, is very familiar with. Not only the name of our spacecraft, that's right, we built it, uh, that I saw launch from Florida for my first NASA tweet up social, but also the name of a, the, the, the Roman, Goddess of, of, of goddesses is like the big cheese, the, <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, hello? There we are. The wife of Zeus. Wasn't it? No. Yes? No, the wife of Jupiter. Excuse me? I don't know. Something important. I was, uh, batting around many, uh, space-related names. I was really about to call her, uh, Ceres, because that was an interesting, uh, name. Ceres being the largest 
asteroid, quote-unquote, although it is actually a dwarf planet between Mars and Jupiter, uh, but also a another Roman figure of, of, of farms and grains and harvests. That's where we get the word cereal from. Uh, cattle dogs or farm dogs, etc. So there were series. Uh, and then there is uh, Io. Io is a moon of Saturn. No, Jupiter. Io is a moon of Jupiter. Io is a moon of Jupiter. And uh, Io is interesting because she was turned into a cow by Zeus. Because they had a little something-something going on and he needed to hide her. Oh. Zeus is a jerk, basically, is what I'm getting at. <laughs> um, so he turned her into a cow. But then she ended up exacting her revenge. Eventually. Um, cow, cattle dog. Uh, all interesting names. But went with Juno. Went with Juno. Um, just because it's a, uh, a, a nice name. It's got that pop. Juno, you can you can call it out to a dog, and they'll recognize it. Uh, Io, similarly, Io was just a, maybe a little bit weird, <laughs> a little bit too weird. Just basically two vowels next to each other. Siri, I liked Ceres, and I don't know. Maybe eventually I'll get more dogs, and these names will be in my back pocket to use. But uh, yeah, adopted a dog, and. Uh, it's it's it it's been great. <laughs> it's been fantastic, except for this you know Minecraft Firelands of Bust thing breaking on me when we just started the recording. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm I once again feel very lucky to have found her. Uh, I've been looking at a lot of like foster-based rescue groups that like specifically specialize in cattle dogs or herding dogs or whatever, and uh, you know a lot of the times they'll have dog in foster and you'll get to know a lot more about the dog and they'll like try to find the right dog for you they'll visit your house for an inspection um but this this dog and that's how we found Eva before was at a cattle dog specific rescue and that worked out great um but this one I got from a shelter which is pretty much uh you come in you have your application uh, and uh, if the dog is available, or if somebody else didn't show up in line before you, then uh, you can adopt dog. <laughs> um, and I've missed out on a previous male cattle dog, very similar. I, I went and saw, and then they put him up for adoption, and I'm like, oh, I'll go tomorrow. But no, no, it was adopted moment, like in, in moments of being listed. Uh, so I just feel very lucky. Let's go to sleep and talk about that luck and answer questions all about Juno in the morning. And awakeness. And a dogness. It seems like Wolfie's kind of freaking out, a little bit jealous. Getting jelly. Um so yeah. Not the dog. Uh, she's very similar to Eva. I've mentioned many times what happened to Eva. She's doing great. Just not my dog anymore. But surprise, that's probably why I knew I was in trouble. Uh, she's about the same size. Uh, she's a blue healer, however, as opposed to a red healer. 
more of that black, tan, and white merle color. Um, has a bobbed tail. I mentioned this to my Twitch chat. I was kind of looking for a cattle dog with a tail. That's kind of how they're quote-unquote supposed to be. Uh, but also their tails tend to be very active and they have a lot of personality, I guess. Um, when they're active, running, and whatever. They use it as kind of like a stability device. <laughs> um, but I wasn't going to... I was being specific enough trying to find an Australian cattle dog. I wasn't gonna get that specific about like, oh, it's gotta be perfect. It's gotta have a tail and all her teeth and, you know, whatever. Um, and, and I'm glad I wasn't picky about that. Um, so, yeah. Got a dog. Filled up paperwork and, and, and brought her home that day. I had actually... Aside from going to the store to get a new toilet seat, uh, I, I just thought about it. I had all the stuff. I mean, you you all have heard about uh, the fact that I bought a crate and a dog bed and uh, um, what what else did I buy? Like brushes and, and toys and stuff, just to be ready to adopt a dog, uh, just in case. Just because I'm like I'm not sure. They only, like, posted one photo with her listing. It could have been, you know, it could have been a 60-pound dog, for all I know, and I didn't want that. But I, I decided to stop by the pet store and get a little bag of food and some treats and, and like, a squeaky toy. I'm like, nope, I'm ready now. I'm ready to take this dog home now. So I did. So I did. I brought the dog home right then and there. And that was last Thursday, which is going to be an easy date to remember because it's Carl Sagan Day. It's Carl Sagan's birthday is September 9th. We don't know what Juno's birthday specifically is because she was found as a stray. A stray dog with another adult dog and a puppy, which was probably hers. She definitely has signs that she had a litter very recently. Found as a stray in Texas. Uh, and Juno was brought up here. I'm not sure why. There's no reasoning behind that. It's possible Texas, as we know, is probably overcrowded with stray dogs due to the floods and things. There have been multiple cases of dogs coming up here from Texas. Uh, just to put a little bit... Ease the pressure on the, the rescue groups down there. But, uh, but yeah. So I'm just going to say that her birthday is Carl Sagan's birthday. Uh, did I say September? I meant November. You know, the the, the month that ends with Ember. <laughs> or Ober. Um, November. November 8th. 9th. Shucks. Uh, <laughs> uh, November 9th is what I'm saying. Her age is another mystery. Like I said, very similar to what Eva was. Eva was uh, a year and a half, two years old when adopted. Similar size and everything. The rescue I got her from here in Seattle estimated that she was five years old. The rescue in Texas that found her estimated she was two years old. And I just today brought her back from our first veterinary visit for a checkup. Make everything's all, all right there. And the vet is saying, you know, she shows a lot of tooth wear. A lot of wear to her teeth. Uh, both of her canines have chipped and one of them has actually been uh, uh, fractured off. Uh, missing a top right uh, canine tooth, the big sharp ones. Um, and showing a lot of tooth wear, but not a lot of tartar. Not a lot of tartar buildup. 
which is typically the the primary just way of looking at a dog and trying to tell its age is by looking at tooth wear and, and tartar buildup, is that the tooth wear is there, but the tartar isn't. So my vet is now saying that maybe she is closer to the two, three year range. So who knows? Who knows? Indeed. Um, well, I I don't know what to call it specifically, but uh, at least we've we've called her birthday, and uh, yeah, the only the only problem she has physically, dog wise, is that one fractured tooth, which probably they recommended I have operated on to remove it so that it doesn't abscess and end up taking other teeth with it or impacting her skull as abscesses can do if they get infected and spread. Uh, so that's fun <laughs> and expensive, but that's all right. Uh, g getting her from a, a shelter scenario versus a like, like a, a, a foster rescue group meant her adoption donation was a lot less than I had been budgeting for, so that helps a little bit, but uh, whoo, uh, we'll, we'll have to look at that. But for all intents and purposes, Fantastic dog and fantastic temperament as well. I know I've had her for uh, this is Friday, just over a week. Not a singular accident in the home, which is why I'm very confused about her background as a stray. Definitely housebroken. She she wasn't a farm dog. Farm dogs aren't housebroken because they never go inside to the houses. Um, so housebroken. Um, doesn't really respond to, doesn't mean she never learned commands. I've taught her sit already. Um, and kind, kind of, we're working on like down. Uh, stay is the next big one I've got to work on, I suppose. Um, but yeah, she's starting, starting to respond to Juno. I specifically followed up with a command, Juno sit, Juno this, whatever. Um, but yeah, very well Temperamented, loves people, loves people just like Eva did uh, at the vet was kind of the first people other than me I've introduced her to after I adopted her and like right away straight to the people, straight for the pets, you know, laid right down to get belly rubs. Um, she's very motivated by food, very motivated by food and treats and pets. Once your your attention and scratches and scratches, not very motivated by toys. Not very motivated by toys at all, so I, I, I'm not sure if that's just needs to open up a little bit more. It would be nice to, to kind of train her with fetch or, you know, frisbee or, or whatever. The ball, the old, the old ball toss. Um, okay, we've ended up on a precarious perch here. Let's get down. But, uh, yeah. Other than that, really, really sweet. Crates? crates wonderfully like I brought her home that first day and I I'm like all right this is this is the true test I'm gonna eat dinner is this dog this dog loves food does she also love human food is she gonna be jumping up on the table trying to get my food uh, after she tried to get some attention and some pets from me I turned my back to her and ignored her she instantly and without me even saying anything walked into the crate and laid down in the crate that I just had the, the doors open with. And I'm like, Bleh? <laughs> Excuse me? All right, this is fantastic. 
Um, and she also sleeps in there at night. Uh, in the crate, uh, which is great. The crate is great. So that makes my life easy. Uh, she's, she's starting to realize that going me putting her in the crate at night means I'm going to go away and put her to sleep. So, so there's a little bit of hesitation there, but I can coax her in there with a treat or, or, or whatever. Um, so yeah, that that is that is Juno in a in a nutshell. And then I have all these questions that pretty much answer the the rest of the the shell nuts that we can open. What? Emily the Cool asked, is Juno an early riser or does she sleep in? That was the other thing that amazed me. Is that is sleeping in the crate? She's I don't hear anything. She doesn't whine or bark or anything. And when I go down in the morning, it seems like I'm the one who wakes her up. She seems to be perfectly content sleeping as long as possible in there until I come to wake her up. But then when I turn on the lights or when she hears me coming down the stairs, she's wiggling all around in, in, in the crate and, and ready to ready to get out. And certainly when I open the door, rushes on out and, and is available for the pets. Uh, but yeah, no, she doesn't wake me up uh, or anything like that. Uh, the true test is going to be tomorrow. Because as I've mentioned a few times on the social medias, I'm going to be attending the Seattle Minecon Earth party, I think they're calling it, at the uh, Seattle Museum of Pop Culture, right by the Space Needle. Uh, Microsoft people have invited me to that, so I'm going to go to that, and that is a pretty much all-day event. So I'm going to be creating her during that. Uh, so we'll we'll see how she does with that. Uh, like I said, no accidents in the house or anything yet. She seems... I've I've streamed for too long before and she's held it in and we've gone out and she's been fine, so uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes, but yeah, like I said, very lucky. Uh, let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. And awakeness. And awakeness. The only thing, which is kind of common for cattle dogs, that uh, is to be... Oh, we can just dive right off this, can't we, Wolfie? Just don't hit that single block of dirt that I saw down there. Mm, let's go! Sploosh. No, no, no. Come, no, no, don't hit that. Over this way. Yep. Jump. Nope. Nope. This way. Hit. Lit. Lit. Oh, you're just gonna spawn over here, aren't you? Well done! A perfect landing. <laughs> 10 out of 10. So yeah, uh, the only thing that's that's normal is it normal. Well, like not ideal, but normal is she seems to be uh, dog reactive. At least she was that one. Remember how I mentioned that she was she she disappeared from the site, the listing, at the shelter, for like a week. She had been adopted. I had I had been usurped in adopting Juno, but the family ended up returning her because they felt she was too dog-reactive. Um, people at the shelter aren't sure what that story was. Maybe this was the first time this family was adopting a dog. They lived in a, an apartment uh, in a busier part of the city. Um, maybe they didn't understand what a cow dog was all about or whatever. Um, or they didn't feel like it would <laughs> take the, 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 the time necessary to, to get comfortable with her. Um, 
But yeah, they returned her, and that was, I guess, lucky for me, because uh, I found her. Dog reactive is basically loves people or whatever. I don't think that's necessarily part of it, but anytime a dog sees another dog, instead of ignoring or acting playful with the dog, uh, might seem a bit aggressive or defensive. It's it's normally a territorial thing. Defensive um, will pull towards or bark or whatever. That hasn't been my experience on walks so far. Uh, she's kind of pulled towards uh, or, or basically she just stands still and stares, ears forward, body all perked up. So maybe not the best interpersonal dog relation <laughs> stance that, that the other dog would be able to interpret. Even other dogs that bark at her, she doesn't bark back. And I've been every time we see a dog across the street or we pass by a dog on the sidewalk. Uh, I make sure to stand out of the way just because I don't want anything to happen, not knowing how she actually behaves. Um, I don't know why I just checked my inventory there. But then, uh, you know, every time we pass or see a dog and she has notices the dog, uh, I give her a treat. So now she's hopefully starting to associate dogs with positive stuff. Carvalove! The only uh, negative response I've seen so far was at vet today. The uh, the veterinarian has their dog there just in the office and when the vet was leaving the operating the operating dean is that what it's called the operating room the uh, the the uh, hey <laughs> the uh I, I wanna say inspection but that's not the word for a doctor visit either. Anyway, the doctor's room, the room the examination room. Thank you, Kurt J. Mack, for thinking of that. Um the other dog was out there in the hallway and, and Juno instantly, like, I think was first of all excited and confused and overwhelmed by all the smells and the experience of being in a vet, but then all of a sudden door opens, surprise dog, uh, had a bit of a reaction there and started barking and pulling and a uh, little, little bit of a growl bark, one of those, you know, that was my impression, by the way. Um, but then once the door closed, she stopped and was fine I instantly. Um, so yeah, maybe just needs a little bit more time. A little bit more time with when meeting a dog. Uh, we'll see. That's not something I'm going to force on her. I don't personally know many people with dogs that would be like friendly to introduce to. Uh, and I'm certainly not going to just jump right in and throw her into a dog park right away. Might start taking her on walks to nearby public parks where the chance of seeing dogs is higher. Um, just ease into it, ease into it. So yeah, that's that's something that can easily be, I mean not easily, but that can be dealt with uh, and, and slowly worked on. Um, Kavak asked, what do you feed your dog? Uh, I've, I've started feeding her the same stuff I was buying with Eva, which is the Blue Blue Buffalo brand. A little bit more expensive, uh, but supposedly they use, like, actual meat instead of meat byproduct and chicken dust. <laughs> Floor sweepings from the chicken factory. Um, 
So yeah, that that's what I've been buying. Uh, and she really enjoys it. I've been mixing it. It's like dry kibble, but you can mix it with warm water and it makes it kind of softer like a with a with a gravy. And, and hopefully that's maybe easier on her, her teeth. Um, but also, she doesn't seem to drink a lot of water, is the thing I noticed. Maybe it's just because it's not hot out right now, but she doesn't seem to drink a lot of water, so I, hopefully that's also keeping her hydrated. Does Juno like to travel in your car? That was the other thing. We've got to teach her that the car is an okay thing to get into. Coming home from the shelter, as well as today was the first time we went into the car, going to and coming back from the vet. Try to open the door and coax her in, put treats on the the, the door sill and the, the the seat. And she she does the, the famous dog thing of getting as low to the ground as possible and becoming the density of a neutron star to avoid going somewhere she doesn't want to go. Uh, so I gotta pick her up and put her in the back seat of the car. Uh, one time she jumped then from there to the front seat of the car and I'm like, no, no, no. Uh, and had to put her back in, but uh, that's something we'll have to teach. Uh, and hopefully that's something she'll get more comfortable with and easier to take on a little adventures and hikes and things. Adventure dog. Uh, does Juno recognize you as her owner? Uh, like right away. Probably not as her owner, but she's very affectionate with people. Uh, we, I, I met her, saw her at, at the, uh, the rescue shelter. And, and right away she saw me as a person outside her cage and went straight to the side of the cage to try to get contact and then when we took her into the playroom to get to familiarize herself uh, you know kneel down or squat down and she rolls right up into your lap she's a, a strangely a lap cattle dog which is another thing that confuses me about her upbringing how she ended up as a stray didn't obviously as a stray didn't have a didn't have an ID tag or didn't have a chip or anything like that she must have associated people with good things and pets. At some point, uh, when I sit down on the couch, she jumps on my lap. And uh, if I don't pet her, she will get quite uh, insistent about that fact that I do. Um, but yeah. I don't. I, and she follows me around. I haven't had her off leash or anything like that. But, well, who asked that? Um. Lab Tech asks, are there circumstances where you would let her off-leash, like hiking? Eventually, I'd like to get to that place, but certainly not without being sure and without specific training. Healing, as you would. Where the dog will walk by your side without getting too far. I did that with uh, Eva for a bit. Uh, she was really good about that. She would get distracted if there was an animal or a squirrel or something to chase. But, uh, yeah, I'd like to get to that point. Certainly. Um, the vast majority of hiking trails say that you have to have your dog on a leash. Um, so certainly at first I'll keep it like that. But, uh, yeah, certainly that will be something to work towards. I certainly wouldn't walk her around a neighborhood or around any streets without a leash. Uh, that is not recommended for anybody. Uh, and I also don't, I'm not going to get one of those retractable leashes. It just seems, I, I, I hear that that's enacts bad walking uh, manners. And they tend to get too far and too free away from you. 
Does Juno react to traffic? Salty Earth asked. Uh, no, she doesn't try to chase cars or anything like that. She seems a little bit spooked if there's a weird sounding car, uh, like an old truck or a, a, a loudly muffled car. Uh, she, so she seems sometimes a little bit afraid of cars, so she kind of avoids them. Uh, or if like I'm dri I'm walking to get mail and coming back and a car drives by and I'm in the driveway, she'll kind of like get behind me. So she's kind of kind of afraid of cars. I did notice, however, on a particular walk, she seems particularly interested in red Mini Coopers. <laughs> there was one driving by, and instead of being afraid of it, she perked up and like watched it drive by. And then there was a different one in an apartment complex. In an apartment complex, uh, 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 uh parking lot. And she's like, tried to run towards it and inspect it. Um, on the leash, obviously. We're gonna make this four-day episode. It's a big day! Got a dog. Well, I got the dog last week. And many people on Twitter and Twitch and Instagram already knew about it, but... The big Farlands Bust Day. Why did I make three beds? I don't know, but we're gonna do it. <laughs> um, boop boop. Ding pong ding. There we go. So yeah, the only thing I can imagine is that I'm gonna go to sleep and we'll continue in the morning. And awakeness. And a continuing onness. Bloink. Buff indeed. So yeah, the other thing I think is like maybe her owner had one, <laughs> or there was there's some association with a red Mini Cooper. I don't know. I, I that it still it was only twice, and it was during a single walk. Uh, so the science is still out on whether or not that's actually a thing, but I just thought that that was kind of like, huh, <laughs> interesting. Do you plan, Minecraft Leanne says, do you plan on taking Juno on any big hikes next year? I would like to, before it gets super cold, try some sort of smaller hike or hikes before the end of this year, um, I, in addition to all the things I purchased, I purchased also a a harness and a like a doggy coat. <laughs> it's like more for I, I more wanted something to cover back for for rain, like a rain coat, but it also has some insulation properties for the cold. Uh, so a doggy coat and a hiking harness combo. Um, so we'll we'll. Maybe give that a shot, and I'll, uh, I, I also, I didn't, when I did get her, the one thing I didn't have on hand was a leash and a collar, just because I didn't know what, you know, I got, I knew about what size dog I want, so I bought the, the appropriate crate size, um, and the appropriate toy sizes and bowls and dishes sizes, but with, uh, with leashes, it's a little bit more difficult. Why do I keep doing that? <laughs> I keep pushing away my boats with my face. Um, come on, come on, there we go. And zooming away. So yeah, I had to buy a leash and collar, and I bought the collar and it's the wrong size. 
but it's the seller's fault. It was the seller's fault. You see, I, I, uh, I, I purchased it based on it being a medium between 12 and 17 inches or something like that. And Juno's neck is 15 inches around. Uh, it came and the medium actually is 16 to 22 inches. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. That's not good at all. Your description is wrong. So I'm waiting to hear back from them on whether or not they have a smaller size or I can just send it back with a refund or something like that. But uh, it, it, it works as it is, but not ideally, I suppose. Um, it's one of those martingale collars that tightens if it gets pulled too tight. So when it tightens, it gets down to that 15-inch mark, but I would like it to not as loose as it is at default notice. Um, at default notice? At default size. Ooh, look at this place. Uh, I'm out of boats. Let's try to get over to this other land here. Although I don't think it lasts very long. Boop. So yeah, definitely... Uh, I mean, that's... I've mentioned many, many times. That's why I was really... I really like the cattle dog. Their endurance and their agility. Their active lifestyles and ability to go on hikes and things so that would be that would be pretty cool that would be pretty cool indeed um, to have a, a hiking partner the vast majority of these hikes I've taken so far have been on my lonesome uh, we had a few after PAX Prime uh, and I mentioned before you should check out Fabe's vlog channel um, he's, he made a bunch of vlogs about all the hikes we went on so that's uh, something I want to include the dog with. Dravir asks, does Juno have an Instagram already? Why? Why? How timely for you to ask. Yes, she does. <laughs> that's that's how we know the name Juno is now official. I do have an Instagram account for Juno, specifically for Juno pictures. And it is Instagram.com slash Juno Healer, all one word. Juno, J-U-N-O, Healer, H-E-E-L-E-R. Uh, and right now there are about, what are there, four pictures up there? Uh, including the first picture I took because I was in, I was in that kind of rescue uh, shelter play area to get to know her. Um, so I, I'm like, uh-oh, <laughs> this dog is going to be problems. I'm going to have to take this one home. So I took a picture and sent to a few friends. Along with the text, uh-oh. <laughs> um, so yeah. She does indeed. She does indeed. I'll still be posting pictures and stories to my own personal Instagram account. Instagram.com slash Kurt Indeed. But uh, yeah, decided to try to document the dog a little bit better than myself. <laughs> since I'm not big on the whole selfie thing. Um... Xavier Penguin asks, is Juno allowed on your couch when you're not when you are relaxing and not streaming or recording? Zombles. Um It's something that she just allowed herself to be a part of. Like I said, she's really into the uh getting pet and the affection and the attention from humans. Um I'm pretty sure the first day I was on my couch watching live streams on 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 Tiva 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 <laughs> TV 
on my TiVo, no, on my uh, Amazon Prime stick, available at Amazon.com. Uh, and, uh, yeah, she wasn't getting the attention that she thought she deserved, so she jumped right up onto my lap and buried her, her, her snout under my hands. So, yes, that's that's now a thing that she's doing. Trying to... Like, I don't mind it, but I'm also trying not to make that a a, a habit. She, it, It's kind of funny when I don't pet her and when I turn my back to her on the couch. Or I, like, hide my hands or whatever. She'll give up, and I'm sure other dog owners know the chuff. When, when the dog doesn't get its way, the chuff. Uh, she basically turns away, lays down on her side, does the chuff, and then stretches out aggressively and kicks me. <laughs> kicks me in the side. There have been a lot of spawners this episode, but we can't see them, so we can't explore them. That's the rules, my friends. Um, so yeah, she's got a very aggressive chuff, and the kick, it's like... If somebody, if you go to bed with somebody who's mad at you, <laughs> they like purposefully stretch out to try to push you off the bed. Not that that's ever happened to me, but uh, yeah, that that I thought that was hilarious. Hilarious, I say. So yeah, I don't mind. It's I mean like I, it's not like a super fancy white couch or anything like that. Um, she's jumped on. I've I've come out of the the shower and found her like laying on my bed. That one I'm not too thrilled about. <laughs> but she hasn't done it too many times. And she sleeps in her crate downstairs, so that works out fine for me. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see about that. Liger Zero Schneider asks, does Juno know any tricks? No, certainly not that I'm aware of or that I've taught her. I'm, I'm personally not huge on teaching dogs or any animals, like, tricks for tricks' sake. I'd like to, you know, teach her, like, when being outdoors to, like, maybe, like, find something or fetch something or, uh, or, or like, have her favorite toy or a, a stick or something and put it in a difficult-to-reach spot and try to have her jump up or climb up to grab it. Um, it would be interesting for exercise sake to get into the agility stuff. You know, like the obstacle courses, but I don't want to, you know, people do it competitively and that gets really wild. <laughs> um, so yeah. No tricks, no tricks. Like I said, we, we did sit, did I say? I think I said we did sit so far. Uh, we're gonna have to teach stay. Um, kind of knows to, to come when I say Juno come or out on a walk, along with a little bit of a, a, a redirection with the, the leash. She gets the points. And Man1 asked, would you ever consider getting another dog or animal in, in addition to Juno? Certainly when slash if I get a bigger place with a yard. Right now, one dog is all the dog I can handle. And that's another thing. There, there were a few listings of, of animals that would, like, this animal has to come as a pair with their paired, their bonded friend that they came to the rescue with or something like that. And I'm like, oh, that one dog is cool, but I can't have two dogs. Um, yeah, certainly. 
Uh, I, that would be kind of fun. Probably not more than two, though, total dogs uh, at a time. Uh, that would be a bit, you know, more than that. And, you know, I would, maybe maybe as I grow older in age, maybe I'll, I'll start thinking about fostering, becoming one of those fosters for a rescue. Uh, I don't know. I don't know from from whence these these times will take me, but uh, yeah, that's you know having a, a a pair of dogs to have fun, go on hikes with, certainly to keep themselves and each other company. If, if I'm busy or something like that, would be a thing. Would be a thing indeed. Let's hope they don't both have teeth problems, because I'll be I'll be plum broke. <laughs> but. Uh, I almost called you Juno. Wolfie! No, no. Over here. There you go, you noodle. I should have named her Noodle. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, there we go. Got a new dog. Well, got a used dog. <laughs> Pre-owned, certified. That is what I've been up to the last week. And, uh, like I said, tomorrow I'm going to the Minecraft, Minecon Earth thingy in uh, Seattle. Uh, Seth Bling is also going. Uh, so hopefully I'll have some reports, some information to bring back for the next episode of Far Lands or Busts. And I will soon also, with the holiday season, perhaps maybe around like Thanksgiving. Uh, isn't one of those days like giving, giving... There's Black Friday and Giving Saturday or something like that, where you're supposed to donate to charity, even though you should really do that any day of the year. I'll be uh, hopefully introducing the uh, this, this Season 7's uh, charity situation, <laughs> if, if that's what we want to call it. It's, it's taken a while, but I've got a lot going on. Got a new family member here. <laughs> dental plan. Juno needs braces. Dental plan. Uh, sorry, I glanced at the chat. This is being streamed live on Twitch. Uh, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, I'll, I'll have some stories about, hopefully, good stories about the uh, Minecon Earth thingy. Seth Bling is there, and a few other uh, youtuber creators personalities or whatever so we'll see about that and i'll certainly uh keep you updated on juno juno indeed and thank you so much for watching this episode of far lines of bus my name is kurt i will see you next time What sort of dog would I get?